This is Until All Have Heard, which comes to you from the Far East Broadcasting Company, featuring the president, Ed Cannon. I'm Wayne Shepard, and Ed, our purpose here is to just uh, communicate with our friends some of the things going on behind the scenes even many times at the Far East Broadcasting Companies. What would you like to talk about today? Well, I've been spending a lot of time lately, Wayne, talking about and dealing with our ministries in Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan, two former Soviet Union countries, yeah. uh, very similar in a lot of ways, yet very, very different in a lot of ways. Uh, we've significantly expanded our FM presence in Kyrgyzstan with six uh, fairly large FM stations, which are covering quite a lot of the population. Which, by the country. way, I consider to be a miracle that we have six radio stations in a Muslim-dominated country. Yeah. I mean, that's that's beyond belief almost. Well, that's right. And uh, there, there are some miraculous little events since we're just talking as friends today. I, I recall when we first uh, showed up in Bishkek, that's the capital of Kyrgyzstan. We were a little afraid to be putting broadcasts on the radio. And uh, around Christmas time, um, we got a phone call from the local mayor. He was going to come and visit the station, and everyone was actually afraid. Oh, no. What's going to mm-hmm. happen here? He's going to pull our license. He's going to bring the police. He's going to shut us down. But he came and he brought a fruit basket. It was a huge fruit <laughs> basket. And what's this all about? And he said, I just you know, wanted to let you people know that we've heard so many positive responses from people in our community about your radio station and how it's provided hope and and uh, they've enjoyed it so much. We just wanted to thank you. Now, this is a Muslim man, and, uh-huh. and we're talking about Christ on the radio station. And, uh, you know, so it's God's power is beyond our ability to understand in many, many cases. Yeah, yeah I got to tell you, uh, I had a chance to be in Bishkek and went to the radio station one time. And the first thing they did is sat me down to interview me. And I was so nervous because I didn't want to say or do the wrong thing and uh, jeopardize the ministry sure. there. So I I can't tell you how I answered the questions, but uh, it was a wonderful experience when it was all over with, yeah. let me put it that way. <laughs> well, they're pretty bold there now because we've heard from a lot of listeners, why are you wasting so much time talking about things that aren't important? We want you Christians to teach us what the Bible says. And so, cool. you know, cool. once again, little little miracles like yeah. that encourage you to do the right thing. That's an open invitation, isn't it? Yeah. But those are such strange countries. I think some of the experiences that I've had in, in both Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan uh, really make me pause. I think one of the things that has uh, that goes on there so often is this phenomenon of wife kidnapping. So there's sort of a, a long-lasting habit Wait, in that you, country. You said wife kidnapping? Well, yeah. What they do is uh, the people will fix their eyes on a young lady or a middle-aged lady, for that matter, that they want to marry, and then they just kidnap them. And they keep them for some time. And over time, I guess the young lady just comes to accept the man, and then they oh, get married. Goodness. And, um, you know, it seems like such an odd thing for us, but so many of the people we know there have experienced this in their own personal life. Matter of fact, our director in Kyrgyzstan's parents uh, were married that way. He Hmm. kidnapped her and uh, eventually she became accustomed to him and accepted him and married him. Wow. Well, that's, uh, that's one step further than arranged marriages, isn't it? We actually witnessed one of the kidnappings. We were driving in Bishkek one day, and um, there was a car swerving around. It was kind of a a rural road swerving around, and there was a young lady trying to climb out of the window of the car. And so 
and then he stopped and we kind of pulled up next to him and I'm thinking, we've got to do something. And our driver, who was a, a staff of FEBC, he said, oh, I know that guy. And and I know what he's doing. You know, they're going to get married in a couple of weeks. And, you know, they were sort of arguing and fighting, but he had done that very thing. And so oh man, this kind of bizarre behavior, it's hard. But when it's yeah. a cultural norm, um, and it pops up, Wayne, in so many ways with our, our radio broadcasts, when we're reaching out to people, uh, trying to encourage them to, to follow Jesus Christ, the stories that they tell about our life, as a matter of fact, we've got a a letter here from a listener in Kazakhstan that talks about uh, her involvement with fortune telling. You want to read this for us, Wayne? Sure, I have it right in front of me. Your recent broadcast about the evilness of fortune telling got my attention. This comes from a, a female, by the way. I really was enslaved to fortune telling. It caused nothing but unhappiness and loss of money. After your broadcast, I got rid of all those evil little things in my house. I feel like being born again. I've not experienced such freedom for as long as I can remember. It's great to trust God, believe in Jesus, and trust that He will guide me throughout my life. I sincerely recommend taking such a step of faith in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Boy, little question of where she stands now. What great advice from a a lady addicted to fortune-telling in Kazakhstan for all of us here in the United States. You know, it might not be something quite so obvious as, you know, fortune-telling or tarot cards— but what are those evil little things in our life that keep us separated from Christ? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, taking a step of faith is the important key uh, for her. She took a step of faith and then got rid of all these evil little things in her life. But, uh, you know, our broadcasters in, in places like Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan experience these kinds of um, unusual backgrounds in life. And when people do come to faith, it's remarkable, Wayne, how we see these rapid, uh, radical, really encouraging transformations. One of the examples I'll I'll share, another example from Kyrgyzstan. We were there one day, and um, it was a fairly early period of time. We hadn't been on the air very long. And our broadcaster, who was – it was a repeated program out of Russia because the Kyrgyz people – uh, are all Russian background speakers mm-hmm. having been part yeah. of the Soviet Union. So he's broadcasting right. in Russian and out of Moscow. And he said, you know, the microphone I've got here is not very reliable. I, someday I need to buy a new microphone. And he just threw that casual comment away in the broadcast. But the people in Kyrgyzstan were so grateful for this man's broadcast because of the way it transformed their life two or three of them showed up at the studio that very day and said, we listened to his program collectively as a group uh, because we have become believers by following his teaching on the radio. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, we heard him say this morning that he needed a new microphone. So we took up a collection and here's some money we'd like to give you to buy a new microphone for your broadcaster in, in, in Russia. And so we got to chatting with these people. They had been believers for just months, very short periods of time. And yet now they've gathered together, they pray together, they study God's word together, and they're so committed to the ministry of the radio that they're actually wanting to give back so that other people have the privilege to hear that message beyond. It's a great story. Them. I love the stories like that, Ed. You know, this woman that was addicted to uh, fortune telling reminds us of Acts chapter 8, doesn't it? 
We've got the uh, the the sorcerer who's mentioned there in Acts eight. Yeah, Philip had gone down into Samaria and um, he was being pursued by Simon the sorcerer and some crazy things. I like to look at what happened even before that happened. Why was Philip in Samaria? You know, this is following right in the heels of the day that uh, that Stephen was stoned. Oh yeah, Stephen stood up for his faith in a powerful way as they were stoning him. Stephen said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. So who was he praying for? Who was the them in that story? Well, it was the people stoning him, obviously, but one of them was Saul, who soon became Paul. So Stephen's prayer for those, them, included Paul And if his prayer had anything to do with Paul's transformation, think about what difference his prayer and his unyielding commitment to his faith in Christ meant, because Paul now became possibly the number one missionary in the world. Look what Paul did. (laughs) But further, after that stoning, there was great persecution breaking out in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles, it says, were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. So this persecution that came from this evil thing of people stoning Stephen resulted in people scattering out all over the region. And in verse 4, chapter 8, verse 4, it says, and those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. So persecution and, and the result of some evil intent by man scattered these believers all throughout the region, and they preached the word wherever they went. So good things happen as a result of evil. Um, just like this woman, she's addicted to fortune-telling. And one broadcaster had mentioned on a radio program about the evilness of fortune-telling, and the result was this woman says, and now I have Jesus Christ to trust, and he guides me throughout my life. And then she goes on to recommend to others, I recommend others to take such a step in faith and follow Jesus Christ. Pretty amazing, isn't it, Wayne? Yeah, I love it. Uh, Only the power of the gospel can change a life that radically. That's how I feel, how you feel, Ed. The gospel has great power, and we sometimes forget that. You know, we sometimes forget and we think that we have to do things that we have to be great preachers, that we have to have the right church program, that we have to be really good broadcasters. I've heard so many times people broadcasting saying, just tell them what the Bible says, because the gospel comes with great power. What a lesson for us on the heels uh, of, of Easter Sunday when we think about the resurrection. We talked about the Great Commission, and now we're talking about uh, what being unyielding in your faith in Christ can do to the rest of the world, the signs around us. So we need to be strong in our faith, visible in our faith, unyielding in our commitment to Christ, and trust that God will use those things to advance his gospel. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, let me just ask you, how would you advise our listeners to pray for these two countries, especially Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan, the the Stan countries, as we call them? Mm. Well, there is quite a lot of of obvious evil there. They're very Muslim uh, countries, large percentage of people that are Muslims, a very high rate of uh, domestic abuse, alcoholism, 
typical problems that the world has, but yet somehow uh, the situation in those countries have allowed us a certain level of mm-hmm. freedom in terms of getting radio broadcasts out. There's very, very few churches in those countries, and so uh, little opportunity for the people to be amongst believers or worshiping God in a church. So my prayer request would be this. Pray that the people of Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan would not be so dependent on the evil practices that are going on in that country. And when they have the opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ on broadcasts, that their heart would be softened and they would place their faith in Jesus and become followers and disciples, just like this woman we just heard about. Turn from fortune-telling and turn to Christ. We will make that a point of prayer and ask our listeners to do the same. And by the way, there are prayer points on our website as well, febc.org. So make use of that website. Our team does a great job of putting stories on the website there, both in print and in video form. So you can watch those at febc.org. This podcast is at the website and, of course, on podcast platforms to uh, our little radio program, FEBC Today, which is on hundreds of radio stations. You can listen to that at our website, febc.org. So, yeah, thanks for your time today. It's always a pleasure, Wayne. God bless you and your ministry, your leadership with the Far East Broadcasting Company. Thanks to Jonathan and Joe for their help in putting the program together today. And you've been listening to Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company.